There are heavy sleepers and there are light sleepers. I suppose there's some in between too, but I'm not in between. I'm a light sleeper. Any noise at all when I wake up, I have to be really, really exhausted to not wake up when when some sounds happen in the room I'm in or through a wall or a floor or a ceiling. There are exceptions to those noises. Of course, rain is a is a great thing for me. I can I sleep better when when there's rain falling or waves. That's another good one. A fan will help a lot. Point is, I am a very light sleeper and I hope you're not a light sleeper. I hope you listening to this can sleep through anything anytime because I I envy those people. My sister is one of those people. She can sleep on airplanes and she's not even uh she's tall and and airplane seats shouldn't be comfortable for her, but she sits down and and gets comfortable and passes out cold for hours and hours while I stay awake for the entire flight. I thought that I would go ahead and talk about uh, an article that we wrote over at vansage.com called 12 Van Life Sleep Hacks, Vital Rest for Camper Van Travel. The first section in this article is about sleep hygiene, and it includes an article, a link to an article on sleep hygiene uh, from the Sleep Foundation. And I won't get into that. It just, basically, it just talks about how to prepare uh, for for good sleep and t- how to prepare your body and your mind and your environment for for good sleep, these are things I have to do all the time, especially when I'm traveling. If and when I'm in a a house or an apartment, I have more control over that usually, um, and it's it's less of a big deal. But when I'm traveling, it's difficult. I love it when I when I need to pull into, say, a rest stop for a couple hours, maybe just to catch up on some sleep if I'm very exhausted, and I find a spot off in the distance, and I pull in and get all comfortable, and I'm ready to pass out, and a refrigerator truck pulls in next to me. (laughs) And then there's no sleeping, or just a noisy family or something like that. Rest stops, it depends on which part of the country you're in. The Seattle area, the rest stops are really terrible because they're always jammed with people. On the other hand, if you're out in Arizona or something, you can be one of five people in a rest stop that's many acres in size. But anyway, that's a diversion. I I uh, want to talk about these these cool sleep hacks. The first one is is bed design, and obviously this starts out when you're when you're doing your build. Um, and of course, you can you can improve your bed over time. The, I think the biggest thing is mattresses. You know, getting the right mattress. Pillows are another big one. I've got links in this article to to both our our mattress mattress articles and and pillows articles. So you can you can click on those and take a look. I'll put this uh, Van Life Sleep Hacks link in show notes. It's right down there in show notes, right below the spot where you can sign up to get the premium version of this podcast, which goes live every Sunday evening. All seven episodes for the week are published every Sunday evening at around 4 p.m. And you also get the Van Sage newsletter if you go ahead and sign up for that. We're going to be doing some free downloads as well. Specifically coming right up is a camper van essentials checklist. So basically a packing list, really cool stuff. And I'll announce that on the show when it's actually live. That should be coming right up. But anyway, you can click on that link to go get signed up for the premium show. And it's free. It's I use the word premium, but I probably shouldn't have because it doesn't cost anything. Anyway, moving right along, light and sleep. 
light is a big deal with regard to sleep. Even if you're a heavy sleeper, a darker room will allow you to have more healthy sleep. So those, you know, all those sleep cycles we've heard about with regard to REM sleep and deep sleep and all that stuff, which I won't try to get into here because I'm not a sleep scientist, but but there's a lot of cool information in this article about that. So yeah, curtains are, are a really big deal uh, and, and, and or some kind of way to block light from coming in in the van. You know, if, if you've got really good light blocking curtains or covers for your windows, you can also be more stealthy and people can't see in and, and all that. You can park anywhere and sleep because light won't be emitted from your van when you've got the lights on. So, yeah, so a lot of reasons to have really good curtains. But in, in this context, it's about having an absolutely pitch black space. And that might mean just wearing a sleep mask. Uh, I carry a sleep mask wherever I go. Sometimes it comes in handy. I prefer to not wear one just because I'm also kind of sensitive to having things on, you know, on my face and, and I can't wear earphones or earplugs, for example, they make drive my ears crazy. So anyway, I won't make this whole episode about my woes with regard to sleep. Moving right along. Number three, noise control. Now, white noise is, can be an effective thing. What works for me is rain sounds. I use a rain sounds app that just emits a, the sound of rain and I can plug that into some speakers from my phone or I can use my tablet, which has very high quality speakers on it. And that will really help. It'll drown out other noises outside of the van rain. And some of these white noise options have a a way of, of canceling out other errant noises that are happening outside. I've even managed to block roosters and dogs, dogs barking with, uh, with my rain app. So that's pretty cool. That's number three. Number four is stress reduction. There, of course, there are a lot of ways to do that. Uh, meditation is one of my favorite ways. Also exercise, you know, eating properly or eating clean, as I like to call it in the evenings before going to sleep. Uh, a lot of carbohydrates, sugar, ice cream, that kind of thing will really mess with sleep quality. So, so yeah, stress reduction, mostly exercise and I think is, is number one. And, and then, you know, more advanced is, uh, is meditation. If you're not into that yet or haven't tried it, there's a, there are a lot of, of resources. My favorite resources I've mentioned before is a fellow by the name of Gil Franzdahl. And you can, uh, well, I'll put it in the show notes, a link to his, his podcast. He talks about, uh, the tenets of Buddhism and stuff and, and it's very pragmatic and practical and it's not religious. So, uh, you can check that out and learn about meditation. Meditation helps with sleep. Uh, clutter. This is interesting. You know, if, if you go to sleep thinking, oh, I got to clean this damn thing up and I haven't vacuumed forever and there's dirty dishes and stuff like that. It's really amazing what cleanup will do prior to going to sleep. Even, even if it's late and you've, you, you know, you're exhausted. If you can just take five minutes to put things where they belong and, you know, with a van, it, it only takes two minutes of doing anything in the van for the thing just to become trashed inside, right? Clothing and dishes and whatever. It it doesn't take long to clean it up either. And a place for everything and everything in its place is how we should be organizing our vans. And it really does help with sleep. When you, when you turn off that light and everything is nice and tidy and organized, because the opposite of that is all of those things that are out and not where they belong, they are going to cloud our thoughts and, and 
create this low-level stress that we may not be conscious of, but it's there and we're trying to get to sleep. And with respect to all of that, it really does pay to to put time into careful organization of your stuff so that you don't have stuff sticking out of everywhere and you need a, some item, you have to dig through five boxes to find it. Eliminate all of that stuff. Make sure that you can put your hand to anything in your van within one search two at the very most, and then keep it organized for better sleep. Food, I already talked about that. That's number six on the list here. Stimulants and depressants, alcohol and marijuana, They it feels like they improve sleep, but they actually, when they do studies on people who are intoxicated, sleep quality is really poor, and poor sleep is high stress, and high stress leads to all kinds of problems, which I'm not qualified to get into, but you know, examples are Alzheimer's and um, poor decision making and a lot of other things. It's for example, it's difficult to lose weight and be really physically healthy if we're very stressed. And again, poor sleep leads to high stress. So be careful with those stimulants. I know we everybody likes their 420 and their and their beer. Just uh, be mindful of it when it's close to to sleep time and, and look for other ways to fall asleep if possible. Uh, let's see. And by the way, I've got, I've got links to both alcohol and uh, marijuana use with regard to, to REM sleep on here. I'm not making this stuff up. There's, there's science behind it. And I don't want to get into arguments with, um, with the 420 people, but uh, that's how I feel about it. So let's see. Just one man's opinion. Uh, van life sleep schedule it's that's part of hygiene it's really good to be on the on a consistent sleep schedule i know that's difficult sometimes and sometimes you want to go out and have fun late at night try to keep that to once once a week if you can and otherwise you know set up a rhythm and a pattern of of sleep that gets you to bed uh, at a reasonable hour and then uh, you can get up earlier and do your morning routine which we talked about last week so yeah uh number 9 is screen time if you are on, on the watching the TV or the phone or the tablet late at night, make sure that you have a blue blocker on or the these apps that lower the the intense blue light because that's what really messes with sleep. You want more red light and you can look for apps on that. I'll try to find something and put it in show notes. But if you just look for sleep apps and blue blocker apps in Play or the App Store, you'll see lots of stuff about that. And let's see, uh, level camp, camper van. <laughs> it's funny, you know, if, if you're if you're on a slope, your bed doesn't work as well. You're you're going to be kind of getting crunched down to one side, and your body's kind of shifted. You know, your weight is in an unnatural place if your if your bed isn't level. So that's important. Whether you level your camper van or not, make sure your bed's level. I've actually thought about designing a bed that would level itself. Uh, so that the the van, even if the van was off a little bit, you wouldn't have to worry about that. But I've got a, a great post on camper van jacks, pads, and blocks for leveling your van if you don't have the really tricky, cool uh, hydraulic leveling. Uh, it's in this this article under number 11, level your camper van. And then 12, camper van maintenance. If you're worried about is my oil full or it's been 12,000 miles since I changed my oil or my tires might be underinflated, things like that. If your maintenance is on a regular schedule, then you're not going to be worried about it. You know, if you think, well, my oil's at 5,500 miles, but it's on the calendar for next week. So I don't have to worry about that, right? Because I know that on the every so many weeks or every so many miles, I get an alert 
and then it's time to change the oil and that's that's fine. You're not going to be worried about things like that. And the reason I think that this is relevant here is because when you're out in your van, you know, that's your home and your transportation. So the potential for stress with regard to the condition of your van is huge. And it might even mean, well, my van is really messed up right now and I need to take some time off the road and really put effort and even money into into getting it right. So that's it for, for that article and this episode. What are your van life sleep hacks? Shoot me, either leave a, leave a reply on this article or shoot me a message at podcast at vansage.com and let me know how it is that you sleep at night. How do you make that happen? What are your tricks? And we'll, we'll chat about it. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to Vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Camper Van Podcast episodes, you also get Episode 7. Each week, I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to Vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I've got the blue bond that's so and so, and I've got the blue bond me. This morning, this morning, I've been crying.